Hey, welcome everyone. Welcome to the rebranded podcast. If you have been a subscriber to the previous podcast, you may be wondering why all of a sudden the artwork and the name of the podcast that you had subscribed to has changed. The reason is that I decided on rebranding the podcast. Um, as many of you already know, or as the 10 of you already know, <laughs> uh, we I started this podcast with my daughter and we had called it the Disney Coffee Chat. Um, two geeks spreading the magic. But um, as a middle schooler, she has other things that are going on in her life and she doesn't really um, have the time to commit to the one podcast a week that, that we were trying to do. So she will be here and she will be participating because she loves podcasting and she loves giving her opinion. She does uh, experience the parks in a different way than us adults do. So she loves to share those experiences with us. But I didn't want to have to force her to commit to that. So that being said, I decided on rebranding the podcast. When I was toying around with the idea of how I should uh, rename the podcast and what theme I should go with, I um, decided that I was going to pair it up with also something new that was going on in our lives right now, which was I completed the Disney and Universal travel agent um, courses. So now I am officially a Disney and Universal travel agent, travel planner. Um, I have not really started a business, had any clients or done anything of the sort. I kind of just uh, did the training with the hopes that maybe in the future I can, you know, take it slow and really help, um, clients, you know, do the vacation and have the vacation experiences that they really want to have. So I decided that I was going to just focus on Orlando, although I can book vacations for anywhere, any other Disney type of vacation that anyone is interested in, or uh, Alani, Disney Cruise Line, Dis uh, Disneyland, and uh, Adventures by Disney. Um, I choose to just focus on Orlando right now because that is what I know and that is what I know best and that is what I can help with best. Um, I also... Uh, you only really go to Universal Orlando Resort, so that is uh, where I have my annual pass, and that is what I also know the most about in terms of those parks. So I choose to focus on that. Um, when I did complete the course and I wanted to kind of you know see where I was going to go with it, I did come up with a name and the name of uh, my travel company eventually when it when I decide to really launch will be uh, Second Star Voyages. So when I decided to name the podcast, I decided to kind of piggyback off of that and name the podcast Second Star Radio. So welcome to the uh, rebranded podcast, Second Star Radio. Uh, I've also purchased a better microphone, an actual podcast kind of recording microphone. So um, I hope it sounds good. Please forgive me if when I do publish this, that the sound is off. I'm still kind of um, working with it. It's it's very sensitive. Um, so that being said, those are kind of the things that have been going on. New house, new schools, um, new neighborhood, and, you know, new training and new podcast. So um, I guess this is not technically episode one, but I would like to call it episode, you know, one of the Disney um, Second Star Radio podcasts. So um, the theme that I chose to focus on right now was traveling to Universal um, Orlando and Disney World if you have any sort of any type of disability, because um, I've noticed in a lot of the groups that I belong in, in on Facebook and 
a lot of um, friends had asked me questions about um, DAS passes and how they work and uh, how, how you can accommodate people with different disabilities. So um, my my dad um, is visually impaired, so he, you know, he doesn't really require DAS passes. He doesn't really go on any rides anyway. And um, I also have other family members that have kind of like, um, like you know, um, problems with their legs or problems with their back or, or you know, just other and um, type of like mental problems, you know, like um, anxiety or PTSD. So there's um, a lot of services that I think that um, a lot of people are not aware of when they travel to the parks on how people with different types of disabilities can be accommodated. And so I kind of dove into a little bit of a research about this so that I can give you a general overview of what I think some of the main questions may be. And then I'm also going to provide you with where you can find more information on this. So um, that being said, um, let's just dive right into it. So the Disney in on Disney World, you have the Disney um, DAS pass, which is the disability access service that Disney provide provides to um, its its customers. Um, it's it's kind of defined as some anyone who has difficulty tolerating extended waits in a conventional queue. So. Um, let me just be kind of clear with that because, um, I do, I have had, um, friends and family in the past who were like, uh, wheelchair bound and they would go to Disney and they would rent a wheelchair or an EBC, um, you know, electric vehicle. And they automatically kind of assumed that that was a DAS pass. And on some rides, you can, you do get accommodated where you don't have to wait in, in the queue, but. A lot of the queues are accessible to wheelchairs. So according to Disney, you know, if just because you're in a wheelchair doesn't mean that you can't wait on this line as long as this line is accessible to you. So just keep that in mind also. Um, what it does is if you have a DAS pass and you have the difficulty standing in line for a long time, it provides you with a return time that is comparable to the current wait time. So you don't go to the ride and show your DAS pass and automatically go to the front of the line. What you do is you give them the DAS pass. They're going to say, let's say the wait time is 60 minutes. They'll give you, they have a calculated way that they can give you a return time. So your return time may be 45 minutes. So you'll go there. It's two o'clock. The wait time is whatever it is, 60 minutes. They give you a return time for 2.45. You can then go sit down somewhere go get something to eat and, you know, come back at 2.45. And then at 2.45, you can go um, into the, the the ride. And, you know, you don't go automatically go to the front of the, the line. It's kind of like you're going in like the lightning, lightning lane kind of area. So it's, it's a shorter wait time. Um, with the DAS pass, another thing that you have to remember is that you can only book one at a time. So if you are going on a ride, like I said, if it's two o'clock and you go approach a ride and the wait time is 60 minutes and they give you a return time for, let's say, 2.45, you then can't go to another ride at 2.10 and try to get a return time for three o'clock. Um, you can't get another return time until you have gone on that ride and that time is up. So, um, 
just keep that in mind. Um, another thing is you can use the DAS Pass combined with Genie Plus. So if you have Genie Plus and you have, you know, a, a scheduled time for another ride and then you use the DAS Pass for another ride, you can do that. That is something that you can do. Um, so if you think that you are eligible for the disability access service and you have difficulty tolerating wait times, you have to register. So there's two ways that you can register. You can register in advance via a live chat. You can do this through the Disney website. You just have to find where the disability access service page is. And then there's a link there to register when you register uh, via the live chat. Um, you can do this um, up to two days, two to 30 days before your before your trip. So if it's less than two days or more than 30 days, you can't do it. It has to be between two and 30 days that you can do it via live chat. At that time, when you do it via live chat, you may select up to two DAS advanced selections for certain attractions. So when you register that day via live chat, you can already schedule two attractions, um, select attractions, okay, through that. If you choose not to do it via live chat or it's, you know, less than two days before your vacation, you can register in person at Guest Relations, which is what we have done in the past. Um, It really doesn't take that long. It's a, you know, a few extra minutes. Just remember that um, I believe, I think if I'm thinking correctly, the everyone in your party had to be there. I'm not sure if that's changed recently because I know that they've changed a lot. Um, But at that time when... We went to register for the DAS pass. Everyone in the party that was going to be under the pass, so like let's say it's it's you know it's um, grandma and grandpa and like you know two grandkids. Let's say it's four four people that are going to be on the pass. Um, all those four people had to be there at that time because they kind of had to link the, the bands. I'm not sure if that's changed, so I, I, that is something that I can look into. Um, just keep that in mind, though. Um, Let's see, advanced selections are giving a one-hour time slot to return for select attractions. So um, if you make advanced selections, you kind of given a one-hour slot to return for the attractions, and they cannot be transferred. And they are valid for 60 days and uh, valid throughout the resort. Um, oh, they do find that if any of the information that you provide is untrue, that's, you will be banned from Disney. Okay, so just keep that in mind. Um, it's, let's see. Make selections through the My Disney Experience app. However, if you need additional help, you can obtain return times directly from cast members at any guest relations or guest experience um, locations. So, you you so in other words you can make these selections for the rides and obtain return times through the my disney experience app however if if it's too complicated for you and you don't know how to do it you can get them from a cast member at guest relations or the guest experience team locations that are kind of scattered throughout the the, the parks um the guest using the pass does not have to be present to receive a return time, but they must board the attraction. So if grandma is the one with the DAS pass and, you know, she wants to ride something, you know, but you, you want to go and get the return time for her, that's okay. However, when it comes time to go on the ride, grandma does have to go on the ride. So you can't get, you know, um, everybody on board for Space Mountain. Me, my grandma is not going to ride Space Mountain. It doesn't work that way. 
the person who has the DAS pass has to be on the ride. Um, so it's, so return times are not limited to a specific window and they're valid until the park closes. But remember that you can't make another one until you use the first one. So let's say you do, you get a return time for 2.45 and you didn't make it because you were eating lunch or you were on another ride or something happened and you get you don't get there until a little later. You can still use that that return time. That's okay. But in the meantime, you won't be able to schedule another return time. So it's okay to be late. You can be after your return time, but then remember that you can't schedule another one. Um, you can have a return time and join a virtual queue. Um, so that so in other words, like there is a virtual queue and you want to join that. It's the same thing as kind of getting a return time and then waiting on another line. So it's kind of the same thing, except that it's virtual. Um, uh, guests with disabilities and guests using DAS can receive in-person assistance with itinerary planning at guest relations. So always remember that if you have any questions or you need somebody helping with you plan your vacation and you have someone in your party that is that qualifies for DAS, guest relations is more than happy to help you accommodate um, anything that you need. So always remember that you can stop at guest relations. Guests with wheelchairs, like I had said before, um, do not need DAS. Standard weight queues, they will they will do sit in standard weight queues or receive a return time based on the attractions. So some attractions that may not have, um, like, uh, access accessibility for wheelchairs, then you will get a return time for that just because you have a wheelchair. But if you, have a wheelchair, you're not automatically qualifying for DAS. Um, there is a partnership with that Disney World has with Advent Health, Health Services that actually um, provides so much for guests with uh, disabilities. I had jotted down a couple of things here so that um, you can have a general idea, but there was just so much and there were so many things that were offered that I think that if it is something specific to you that's maybe not covered here, or even if it is covered here, you can go and um, check that out for yourself. So, uh, excuse me. Um, so Advent Health Services is the official health care provider. They provide urgent care. Um, it's a central, central urgent, urgent care is actually located at Disney and it, there's complimentary transport for all guests. Doctor visits with video visits through their app, prescriptions and equipment. Um, you can call them directly to coordinate everything from crutches to hospital beds to oxygen tanks and even compressors. Um, they do have a planning website that you can go to and they can help you coordinate any type of medical equipment that you need and connect you to any specific services. Now, these things are not provided by Disney. They are provided through Advent Health. Um, it is kind of like the official provider that Disney kind of has there. So just keep that in mind. Also, it is not provided by Disney, but it, it's there. Um, so then you have a couple of things here that I wrote. Um, anyone with hearing disability, they have assistive listening. They have handheld captioning, video captioning, and sign language interpretation available. Uh, guest room amenities can be equipped with assistive devices such as um, the door knockers with phone alerts, you know, and bed shaker notifications. Um, anyone that has cognitive cognitive disabilities, 
you you know they have advanced ticket purchases stroller wheelchair rentals strollers as wheelchairs uh, remain in that like you can remain in stroller on a ride if you if you get a tag so if you have like a specific um stroller that that it's kind of you know a wheelchair for you it's not necessarily a traditional wheelchair but it's a stroller as a wheelchair and your child or the guest needs to remain in that stroller for a ride you can get a special tag for that so that they can stay on that for the ride um they do have rider switch so if you have a member of your family that cannot ride for some reason you you can take advantage of that rider switch so somebody can stay with the the member of the party that's not riding while the other person goes and then you can switch and i do believe that you can take uh i think up to two people with you if i'm not mistaken so you know if they if you're um a party of four and one person doesn't go somebody can stay with them and ride and then they can switch and then they can like somebody can actually ride ride twice i think it is the way if, if it works out that way um so those are all things that you can do they have um accessing attractions they have break areas they have companion restrooms they have guides for attractions and resorts and they also have you know all dietary accommodations which i'm sure you're aware of um, there, uh, is a huge, uh, there's a guide for guests with cognitive disabilities. I think there's something like a lawnmower going on outside. I'm sorry. I apologize for that. Um, so there, um, and then there's all attraction details with this guide. There's attraction details for guests with cognitive disabilities. They do suggest that some things that you can bring with you is the bracelet and ID tag, earplugs or headphones, um, a favorite like device or activity and a sensory toy. There's a contact number here that you can use for um, that information. And the number here is 407-560-2547. I'll put that in the show notes. Um, and or you can uh, you can email disability.services at disneyparks.com. Again, that's something that I will put in the show notes. I'm sorry if I'm going a little bit fast, but I just don't want to be, you know, holding up your time for an hour or more here when we talk about this. I'm trying to get through as quickly as I can. Um, so certain live shows um, will have sign language on um, on a rotating basis. So you can contact guest services and try to find out what um, shows will have a sign language interpreter that day. So they can say to you, oh, you know, the 3 p.m. show will have a sign language interpreter. So you can you can plan your day. Um, and then some of them here will say, OK, I have solicit, for example, Disney Disney Animal Kingdom has sign language interpretation Tuesdays and Saturdays, Epcot's on Fridays. And then you can kind of like ask them what their schedule is when you're going. Um, you you can uh, service animals are welcome on site. And uh, you can find guides to each park, like I had said before. Um, so that's um, the breakdown of, of some of the things that, that are provided by Disney and um, a little bit of a, an explanation of the DAS pass. Um, going to move on to Universal now. Um, Universal, it has a lot of, most of it is similar. I, I, I think that they probably offer a little bit less than what Disney offers, but um, they still do offer a lot. Their website provides a lot of information and gives information on, um, on uh, 
and uh, with uh, information on sizing of doorways and shuttles for for wheelchairs and EVC. So you want to make sure that, like, you know, if you have someone that's in a wheelchair or an EVC, that they can um, they're, they're, when they go to their room, that their wheelchair is going to fit properly. So they'll have that information there when they have the accessible rooms. Um, they have guides for guests with cognitive disabilities and it gives a lot of information on what to bring and how to plan. Um, and they also have information on attractions and like, we'll let you know if somebody has fear of heights, loud noises, flashing lights, etc. All that information is on there. Um, for prosthesis, um, some attractions require that you remove and or secure a prosthetic limb. You must still be able to be properly secured. So if you have a prosthetic limb and you either have to remove it or secure it, you just have to make sure that you can, you can still be properly restrained for the ride. Um, for oxygen tanks, uh, we'll say, tell you certain rides that won't permit them. Um, also, if you have a hearing disability, uh, sign language interpretation can re- be requested for select shows. You can email them um, with a minimum of 14 days notice at services at universalorlando.com. So if you need someone who, 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 if you have someone in your party that requires sign language interpretation, email them. They can coordinate with you. Um, they can, they will call you to, to, to make arrangements. Um, if you have a, a visual impairment, they have large print or bra- braille scripts available for loan and guest services. Um, many rides uh, will accommodate if you have like a white cane. So uh, the, the white canes for visu- uh, visually impaired individuals will, will accommodate the cane. Or you can hand it into an attendant. Um, service Trained service animals are, are welcomed. And... Uh, Certain attractions will even have portable kennels for your um, for your service animal. So it's an attraction assistant pass is what they have was the equivalent to the disability um, access service that Disney offers. It's equivalent to Disney's DAS, and it's the same concept. It's one at a time, and the way they do it was a, uh, is a little bit different. We actually were there recently, and you'll have you'll have to go to guest services and obtain the the pass it's a the attraction assistance pass and it's it's like a card it's like a little like foldable card and it will have uh it, you'll go up to the 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 employee that's standing at the at the front entrance of the ride and you'll give them the pass and they'll the same thing they'll see what the wait time is and they have a calculated way of telling you when your return time will be they will write the return time on that paper then you can go do whatever you want and then you can come back at you know at that time or even a little later on if it doesn't work out and you can give them that and they will sign off on it and you and they'll ask you how many people um so it was uh, five people were able to be on the pass so if you had a party of yourself and four other people so it was a total of five so they'll say how many you say five they'll give you the, the return time you come back you show them the thing you can go right through the express pass lane um same thing you cannot have more than one at a time, so you can't get a return time for Simpsons and then walk over to uh, Men in Black and get a return time for Men in Black. It has to be one has to be completed before you can get another one. Um, I think that that's really much like all I had in terms of what you 
you know, general information about anyone who has a disability that's going to either Disney or Universal. Um, there is so much more. So uh, don't think that maybe because you need an oxygen tank or, or whatever it is, or you need a hospital bed, it, it can be, um, you, there can be accommodations for all of that. And they really do want um, everyone to go and, and have a good time and be included. So um, if I can help out, like I said, you know, email us and, um, or reach out to us on Facebook and I can see if I can look up some information that maybe is not on the website or something that you're unclear of. Um, yeah, so that's the, uh, the podcast on, uh, going to the parks with disabilities. Um, I stayed under 25 minutes so far. I hope to be able to be, um, more consistent in my podcasting. I hope that I can, provide you with some uh, much needed information or maybe not so much needed information and just some fun advice and some fun chit chats but um I really do hope that you um follow us on Facebook so that I can kind of get a little bit more interactions and maybe answer some questions or you know maybe do some type of games or trivia or whatever I do hope that uh, I do have my my co-host here with me every once in a while I do also have a couple of other friends that uh I think I can coerce into becoming a co-host every once in a while so I hope that everyone has a um a wonderful week I hope that you have magical days and I hope to hear from you soon. Bye-bye.